Welcome to Spotlights, a series of online events and publications focusing on a particular group of victim survivors who are often hidden from services. As part of Safe Life Spotlight on honour-based violence and forced marriage, my colleague Deirdre has met Ada. Ada shares her experience of escaping an attempted forced marriage and rebuilding her life with the help of the professionals who have supported her along the way. We hope you find her story as courageous as we have. Please note that names have been changed to protect identities. So, thanks for joining me today. It's, yeah, it's good to be here. Good, great. Um, can you just start out by like telling me about yourself? Um, I think I'm um, after my experience. I think I, I appreciate life more. Okay. Um, I changed the way I used to think before this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a new person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm outgoing person, energetic. I like to do sports. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. Okay. Sounds good. And you said after what happened to you yeah. that you've changed a lot. Can you tell me a bit about what happened to you? Well, um, I was taken from one country to another, thinking that I was going holiday. Mm-hmm. But it was actually, uh, I was going to get married. Okay. I did not find out till later, after a few months. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was locked in a house. I couldn't get out. I couldn't come back, back to UK. Mm-hmm. My passport was taken. Um, and the only choice I had was to get married. Mm-hmm. At one point, I thought it was no exit. And just one day, I saw the opportunity. And I ran out of the house and I called the police. What happened when you called the police? Um, they took statement. I didn't have no ID, so they didn't know who I was. Okay. And they took me to a detention center. Mm-hmm. I stayed there for 20 days. And then they, somebody bailed me out. And I stayed in another house. And then I went to a shelter, and they brought me back to UK. Wow. Yeah, it's been long traveling. And what was it like when you were in those shelters and detention centres in wow. a foreign country? I loved it, to be honest. Did you? Yes. What did you People love about it? People think I'm crazy, but I did love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in a house anymore. I wasn't locked in a house. I wasn't getting married anymore. So everything after that, it was good for me. And did it stay good while you were... In well, it stayed good for a few weeks. Um, I I met the guy that I meant to marry, his family, okay. on the road, and it hasn't been a good experience. So so what, they just saw you out and about? Yeah, they just saw me out and about. They attacked me. Um, they ripped my clothes off, and they just ran away. Wow. Yeah, it took me four or five hours to get back to the shelter. Oh, my God. Yeah. And what happened after that? After that, police get involved... The thing is, I cannot press charges because they know it will be me and my case will be even harder. Like, Because they'll be able to find you? Yeah, or make it, they want to help me more. So I didn't, I told the police I don't want to press charges. Just let it be, I just want to get out of here. Mm. And that was back in the country you were, t- yeah. you were taken to? Yeah. Um, and before you were taken there, did you ever have any idea that you might be forced into a marriage? Was that something you thought no, would happen? No, I didn't know that was going to happen. I thought I could get out of it by saying, no, I don't want to, no, I don't want to, but 
there was no, there was no answer to it. It was like, you're getting married and that's it. You don't have any say about it. And who was putting that pressure on you? Um, my family, my aunties, my uncles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where was your parents? My parents died when I was younger. When I was seven, eight, they both died. Mm. So my auntie raised me up. But I think I've always been more, how can I say, westernized. I wasn't allowed to play football. I wasn't allowed to put shorts on. Because they're quite strict religious. Mm-hmm. So I've always been, yeah, you one day, you need to need to fix up, you need to follow your culture, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think maybe they had to take me to another country to get married. I don't think it would happen if I was here, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of, in England, you know. So they wouldn't have been able to no. isolate you no, as easily? No. Okay. So you were taken to this other country. They tried to force you to marry someone. Yeah. You escaped. Yes. You went into various detention centre and then a shelter and yeah. then a home. They yeah. found you at one point. Yeah. Um, and then you came back to the UK? Yeah. And then what happened? From UK, I went back to where I used to live. Then I came here. Okay. And you, what kind of place do you live in? Where? Do you live in a house or a flat or... In what here? You, yeah, here. Um, I live in a refuge. Okay. Yeah. And what's that like? Oh, for me, it's great. It's like Buckingham Palace. <laughs> as long as I can get out of the house when I want to, I could wear what I want to. Um, I'm not married. I'd probably be pregnant by now if I was still up there. You'd be married and yeah, pregnant. Yeah, and living and there. Not getting out of the house yet. Mm. So, so today life's much better than yeah, life. it is better for me. Okay, and what do you do now? Now? Yeah. Well, due to my injury, I cannot do a lot, but. Um, I used to do a voluntary work, yeah. play football, yeah. come here. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to get my life back on track. Yeah. And and how did you feel that um, the professionals who helped you responded to your situation? Good. I think they responded good. I didn't know. To be honest, I never knew there were services that help people for my situation. Because... Mm-hmm. To us, for me, it's like a normal thing. I've seen my grandmother, my aunties, my mother going through all that. But I never wanted to get married, especially someone that I didn't want to get married. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people think that's the way it is, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And they don't know there is organisations or people like here that they can help you. Okay. So, so I think I'm lucky. You are, yeah. Yeah. So there might be another woman yeah. your age who might be in a similar situation who's yeah. had their mother and their aunties and their grandmother go through yeah. all of that what's kind of your advice to them I'll tell them just do what you want to do don't do things because you have to please your family mm-hmm. or your community because that's not the way we think that's the way because we grew up that way mm-hmm. but I don't know me I've always been different I think <laughs> so yeah but some people think that's not there's no option there's no way out mm-hmm. you just have to get on with it but it's not there it's not it's not a situation it, don't, it doesn't have to be that way so you think they can have a different yeah life from themselves yeah. and how do you think professionals can best help them do that what's the most helpful thing a professional can do put information out there yeah let them people know that there is help yeah. Let them think, like, that's not the only way, there's other ways. hmm Yeah. And so when you grew up, you grew up with this notion that that's what's 
going to happen to you as a woman someday that you'll get married and have children or me yeah what did you what were you told as you were yeah just the way it is you're born you go to school then you reach a certain age you get married you have kids that's that's the woman's life mm-hmm. there's no career there's no you know yeah a lot of things you want to do what is always what the eldest wants you to do you always been t- even if you're 40 years old 50 years old you're always going to be told what to do by who the eldest yeah the elders like your relatives okay yeah and so they always have that control yeah. over your life and you've gotten away from that yeah what do you want to do with your life me, now me i just want to enjoy my life i don't want a lot i just want to be free like wear jeans if i want to wear jeans play football if i want to play football Mm-hmm. Don't wear scarf. You don't want to wear scarf. Mm-hmm. It's just simple thing. It's not a lot, but when those things are taken out from you, you feel like wow, like this there is something wrong. But it's simple. It's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What made you realize that it wasn't right? If it was something that you'd been taught since you were a little girl, yeah. What made you realize actually this isn't right the way that I've been? Because I never felt happy about it. If you if you do something and you're happy about it, then maybe it's right. But mm-hmm. if you're not happy about it, it's, it doesn't mean that it's right. You have to force yourself to. You have to accept just accept and do it. Just get on with it. And I always thought, no, like I'm not happy about it. Why do I have to do this? Mm-hmm. No, it's just the way it is. You have to do it. There's no choice. Mm-hmm. You just get that brainwash. But then as you get older, you go to school, you watch TV, you think, well, other people can do what they want. Why can I not do what I want? Mm-hmm. Mm, I think yeah. But you need to have a lot of courage or heart to do it. Mm-hmm. Me, I was quiet for a very long time till I, I couldn't handle it no more. So it has to be physically, had to lock me in the house, physically lock me. So Because I would fly from the window, but it was too too high just to get out. But in, to get to that point, you have to get it up to here. So you have to, as in up to your neck, you yeah, have to be to, desperate. Yeah. And that's what happened to you, you were yeah. desperate. Wow. Well, you sound like you've had a lot of strength and courage to... Yeah, because I, I knew once the wedding happened, there would be no way out. What do you think would have happened after the wedding? I would have been located in a house with him, with the guy I meant to marry. Mm-hmm. And that would have been worse. Because mm-hmm. I had to deal with him. Mm-hmm. The person, when I, I even met him, I told him, please, just not get married. You don't know me, I don't know you. If he say no... My family would, you know, ease back of me. Yeah. They said, no, don't worry. Every woman says that. Once you get married after a few months, you, you, you'll adjust to the new life. And what did you think when he said that? I said, that's not, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not going to adjust to no life, new life. What, how did he react to that? He, he, I think because he's the same way. I, I, before I used to blame him, but now that time has gone past. I think from his point of if I was him, he's doing what he's been told as well. Yeah. Yeah. And because they make him think, yeah, you're the man. Yeah. You have to be more firm. So, yeah, it's going to get better. It will be better. Yeah. Yeah. But I think for me it would be... It won't be acceptable, no. What do you think needs to change to change that mentality about this is what women are supposed to do and that's what men are supposed to do? I have no idea. Because this this thing's gone on for centuries and you can't stop it. I think it will always be there. It just I think women needs to be aware that there is help and they know if they go somewhere, you know, they will be helped. 
That's the only thing there is. Okay. Did you have anything you want to say or you know? Yeah, I would like to thank all those people back in over that country that helped me. People that are still today, they're still helping me. Yeah. I just want to thank them. I don't know how I could ever show how much I appreciate, but I, I do. I don't think I don't know where I would be now if it wasn't for them. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you appreciate yeah, the I life do. that you have now. I do. I appreciate even little air from the window. I do appreciate it now. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, and I hope that it encourages professionals to keep doing what they're doing and anybody who might be in a similar situation to know that there's something else out there for them. Yeah. If they want it. If they want it, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about Safe Life Spotlight on honour-based violence and forced marriage, please go to our website, safelives.org.uk, where we will be uploading new content every week until the 9th of June, each exploring a different aspect of honour-based violence and forced marriage. And if you'd like to participate in the discussion, you can join in the live Twitter Q&A conversation on the 8th of June between 10 and 11am. Just go to hashtag your choice.